Welcome to Mommy Making Millions, the podcast. I'm your hostess, Marquita Deshay, mompreneur mentor, author, and visionary strategist. I help mompreneurs develop balance between their businesses and their babies while attaining generational wealth, simply taking their ideas and helping them to turn it into profitable income. Join me bi-weekly as I put the spotlight on other successful millionaire mompreneurs for them to also share their best business practices and truly unveil what it looks like from the glamorous life to the deep, dark, nitty-gritty life of a mompreneur. Hey, mommy millionaires. All right, girl, before we really get into this episode, y'all know I have to come on here and talk to y'all about the Mommy Making Millions Pearls and Prosperity Business Brunch going down here in the Chicagoland area, May 7, 2023. You know summertime shy is like the best, okay? Like nowhere else but here. All right, let me just put some respect on the city of the shot. And listen, I want to see you in the room. I want to see you in the room. I want to see you and your boss mom friends in the room. I want to see you in the room if you're expecting God to do something just just truly um, amazing in your business in this season I want you to be in the room if you um, feel like you want to have the community I don't know really what else to say if you're looking um, for this 2023-2024 to be bold in your life and your visions and who you're called to be if you're looking or feeling like you're in a season of transition I'm going to pour into you this season is is all about you getting into the room building the connections and having the partnerships that you desire in this season to catapult your business to the next level so I want to see you mommy millionaire in the room we're going to have a whole bunch of high achieving CEO moms and we understand the importance of boosting our perspective removing self-limiting beliefs like we going all in like it's nothing like the mommy making millions podcast all right but to be in the room i'm not even really sure what god is getting ready to do so what i want you to do is click the show notes down below this episode and make sure you are there baby girl make sure you're there get your tickets online and i will see you in the room you look beautiful i just want you to know welcome y'all welcome 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 come on in let's make sure we are streaming let's make sure y'all can hear me if you can hear us and you can see us please drop a one in the chat so that um we know that you can see us and you can hear us. Welcome, y'all. Let me make sure we can share. And then, um, April, if you want to also share on uh, social media, you should be able to. Okay. Don't quote us, y'all. All right. So tonight we're going to be um, discussing with Dr. April Webster. April, April Webster. Lord have mercy. April Webster. Did I get it right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, perfect. And we're going to be talking about empowering um, women to reach their God-given potential. But also, we're going to just be giving a little insight because, April, you are our keynote speaker for the Mommy Making Millions 2023 Pearls and Prosperity Business Branch here in Chicago. So I am excited to give the ladies a little bit of peek into what you're going to be bringing to the brunch. But also, I think this is a very well-needed conversation. I agree. So... Before we get started, um, I'm going to give the ladies a little bit about you, April. 
Um, for those that don't know me, my name is Marquita Deshay Johnson. I am a business growth strategist and transformational leader. I help moms, uh, kingdom moms, transition their expert knowledge and build profitable business models um, through clarity, purpose, and through strategic planning. And we also have Miss April, Dr. April. I like to put the respect on Miss Dr. April's name, um, but we also have Dr. April here. She is. Uh, she has a PhD in Christian psychology. Ooh. Okay, so can we talk about that? So give me a little bit more about you, April. I want to know, I want to know more about you, something that the bio doesn't give us. Okay. Something that the bio doesn't give is I did not want to further my education after receiving my master's degree. I was wow. done and felt like I had accomplished uh, everything that I needed, educational piece. And so I was like, okay, I'm good. But God saw fit for other things. And literally uh, two months after I graduated with a degree that I did not want, I actually ended up receiving a job that needed that. So one thing I can tell you about God is he will allow things to happen in our life that sometimes we don't want, but it's for mm -hmm. the greater good. It's for his purpose. It's for his will. So let me tell you, if you are a person that don't want to go back to school, you never know what's tugging you or what's pulling you and what that extra push will be because that was my story. I did not want to, but when I tell you the door opened and I walked in and I was blessed beyond my imaginations by having that degree at the right time in my life. So timing is everything. That's kind of pretty powerful and important to say because I know like we deal with a world that has both entrepreneurs. So we have women and moms who are corporatepreneurs and we also have moms who are just like entrepreneurs. And that's a good real conversation. We might have to kind of do another touch base back on that topic because I have been someone that's considered, you know, having so much debt in college um, loans and stuff early on and then getting into entrepreneurship. And it's just kind of like, do I really need this degree? You know, like, what am I paying for? And I think it's a very great conversation to have especially if you feel like you've been tugged upon to go back to school. Cause I feel like I want to go back to school to be quite honest. So yes. um, thank you for having, for, for joining us today. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to share this to um, our private Facebook group so that I can make sure that we are streaming, but let's get into this because I know we have, we are not only um, just um, business women, but we are also mommy making millions. So, with that being said, um, our conversation of discussion today is going to be about just tapping into their God-given potential. And when you talked about going back to school to get the job that you felt like, you know, God was calling you for, like, what made you even feel like or led to be in the industry? First of all, tell us what industry you're in. Yes. Great. So I've owned a home care agency called Love and Arms. And we work with people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. So to back, to back up just a little in regards to me not wanting to go to school, I work for a company similar to the one that I owned years prior. And while working there, I received my master's degree and I had reached the highest level at that company. So I felt like I had maxed out. There was no more room for growth. So that's why I was like, I'm done with education. I just want to further myself and do something different. But the passion was always there. And so one thing that just kept driving me back to that population was the passion that I had for those type of people. And so years later, I would never forget, 
I before I left that company, I sat in the boss office and I had a conversation with her uh, and she was actually the owner. And in our conversation, I imagined, listen to this, I imagined that I could be in her spot. I don't know where that came from. Literally, I was sitting there having a conversation with her, letting her know what my plans were. And I was going to step out on faith and I was moving because I had reached the highest level within her agency. But something in me said, but you should be there. And so at that moment, I knew that I was going to eventually sit in her seat in my own agency. And it literally took me almost six years later, but it happened. And it came from the imagination. I'm telling you, the power of the mind is so important. If you think it, it can happen. If you believe it, it can happen. So all of that's not on my bio. None of that's on the bio. You won't read that. That comes from me being able to sit and tell people that it requires a different mindset and for you to shift to think above where your normal position is. So me being a director at that time, I see myself as being a CEO. Wow. You saw yourself being a CEO. I saw myself being a CEO. I seen it. And six years later, it happened. So we all have within ourselves the potential for greatness. All of us have within ourselves the potential for more. I sat there Mm -hmm. and I realized there was more. There's more on the inside of me that got to come out. There's more that I'm called to do. There's more of an impact. So I know I had to leave. And me leaving, of course, was definitely uh, catapult me to the next level in life and in ministry and everything. So I want to let someone know there's more. There's so much more that we have not even touched yet. Mommy's making millions. Listen. It's so much. Uh, Okay, so I want to talk about the moment that you felt led to even feel like you could be a CEO, right? At, at, Mm -hmm. at, At the moment you felt like you could be a CEO. What was your thought process in sitting in the room and really analyzing your boss, right? Because so many mm-hmm. people feel intimidated. We don't know what to think. We don't know how to feel. We don't know what the, and then once you went back to school and then six, six years later and you actually was in the position to um, be the CEO, that's a whole different ball game. And I know for many women, we often feel intimidated by women who are in these leadership roles um, and, and, Right. I'm going to put an and on it because this is kind of this is a loaded question. But there are some of us as as moms, as women, um, as entrepreneurs, as CEOs, business owners. There's some of us that God is tugging us in another direction and we are not answering the call. So -hmm. you made the comment and you stated that you were obedient because you didn't want to go back to school. Right. Mm -hmm. No. And so. I like I want the real the real what was that moment like for you like some of those moments okay so me not wanting to go back to school it truly truly was just like okay I'm good I have uh this experience in the career field that I want to be in I have years of experience I have this education now that I felt like oh I can get a job now this was back uh years ago let me add this has been definitely 12, 14 years ago. So I felt like, okay, I can I can definitely get a job and a great career and I can do these things. But while I was working, I began to identify some things that I felt, uh, I, it's a great line. I was doing counseling. 
And so mm-hmm. I would come in contact with people that I knew had, and I'm going to be I'm transparent, that had generational curses on their life. I knew that I was encountering and dealing in, in um, counseling women that was going through the same cycle that their mother and their grandmother went through. I was dealing with women that were in the projects and they didn't understand how to get out. I was dealing with women that had been sexually abused and molested by their family members and all this stuff. And I said, okay, this is beyond me, but I know some of these women, I want to pray for them. Some of these women mm-hmm. I want to hold and I want to give them some encouragement, but it's going to require me to cross over the boundaries of my counseling degrees. So that's when I said, okay, it was pulling me. It was a tug because, because of the things that I seen and the environments that I had to go into, I realized it was pulling on me to want to be able to cross those boundaries and I had to get that degree in order to do it. So when yeah. I finally made up my mind to say, okay, in order for me to be able to pour into these women the way that I really need to and the way that I know God is tugging on me, I'm going to have to go ahead and get this degree that is going to allow me to be able to do things a little differently. And so that's what made me go back and get that last degree in the uh, psychology. And I know when we talked um when I first introduced the idea of you speaking at the Mommy Making Millions brunch, uh, I told you there were some areas that God was leading me or I felt like God was leading Mm -hmm. me. Um, There was a bunch of um, uncertainty, right? What advice would you give to like women who are feeling uncertain but feel also led, you know, because when you like you don't just have a degree uh, beyond a master's degree you have a degree a phd in christian psychology mm-hmm. right and let me tell you yes I, i'm ready to jump right in on this question okay so let me tell you <laughs> I, I want to encourage any woman or anyone that's listening to this to get out the boat mm. as you all know you may have heard the story or may not of course i'm going to give some bi- biblical content uh, when Peter, when they were in the midst of, when he seen Jesus walking on the water, he was the only one that said, if it be you bid me to come. Peter made a conscious decision, no matter what everybody else around him was doing, no matter mm-hmm. what his homeboys, the disciples, you know, no matter what everybody else may have thought, he made the conscious decision to make a step. He busted a move and he got out the boat. So for anyone that is listening to me, if it's to do a career change, if it's to start a business, if it's to go into ministry, the first thing you got to do is step out the boat. You got to have mm-hmm. enough faith to believe that if you make one step, that God will be there and assist you along the way. See, that requires a level of faith and you got to be willing to put your faith on the line. And let me tell you, when I started my business, I had to do the same thing. I had to get out the boat. I had a nine to five. I had a good job. I had my degrees and I was comfortable and I had a paycheck coming every two weeks. But when I made that decision that I'm going to step out this boat and I'm going to become an entrepreneur at that very moment, I couldn't depend on no salary anymore. I had to depend on the tools that God had given me. I had to have enough faith to believe that everything I needed was going to be in alignment because I'm trusting him. Just like Peter did. He stepped out of the boat. If it be you bid me to come. And he said, come. So some of you, you just been, you've been, God's been saying, come. He just waiting yeah. on you to bust the move. 
He's been waiting I for you. I think God kind of flipped my boat over a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think he flipped my boat over a little, just a little bit. Like yeah, the water's been like, okay, do I gotta help you get out the boat? Let me just tilt yeah, it over. Yeah, yeah, he tipped mine a little bit. And some of us need that tipping, but I love the correlation and the um the connection that you're making because it's so true. I mean, I joke about it, but and the reason I say that is because my story is a little different. Like I did want to hold on to my nine to five, you know, and when my job fired me, it was just kind of like, all right, what you gonna do? Right? Yeah, like and you said, the boat was it, the, 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 <laughs> just a little bit. It was a whole, it was sink, something was happening with my boat. Um, but then what was happening was I kept applying for jobs that I knew I was qualified for. Oh, yeah. I kept applying for God for jobs that I knew any other time I would easily get offers off the back. But what was happening was I then started seeing the rejections, the denials. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. hold on. You know, oh, and then yeah. I started seeing I'm taking things off, meaning I'm diluting myself in this season and I'm still not qualified. Like, oh, yes. you can, you got to know, you know, God is setting you up when you go through things like that. So I love the fact that you talked about um, having that Peter faith having that um you know god's got me faith you know some of the things that we deal with in our businesses are just the vision we may not have all of the answers right then and there you know there is um a season where i've even felt like i wasn't even getting blessed because i wasn't in alignment with who god was calling me to be and that's Ooh. dangerous that's so dangerous not being in alignment with your assignment for and and and, and you expecting god to bless you you expecting right. god to enlarge your territory you expecting god to um you know bear fruit in your life but you're not even in, in alignment with his word mm, that'll preach listen here what? you have to be in alignment for your assignment and so many times we will miss things because of the alignment is off. And it's so important mm -hmm. as women and um, especially mothers to be in alignment. We have to have that alignment right. So what advice would you give any woman, any mother that felt like, you know, I feel like I'm called to ministry, Dr. April. Ooh. Like I really feel like I ain't not, I don't even read the Bible like I should. You know, I, I, I'm afraid of the word. No, I'm not afraid of the word, but I'm intimidated by the word because I don't know the word like everybody else. Or um, I didn't grow up in church. I got all these uh, bruises and scars about my past. What would you say to somebody who truly does feel led in this season, feeling like they need to pivot? Like, or God yes. is calling them to pivot. And God is calling them to pivot. Listen, this is one thing I have to say. You must trust the process. Everybody that's called does not grow up in church. Everyone's story is different. And this is the thing. When you are trusting what you're hearing from God, if you feel that, that God is tugging on you and he's calling you to ministry, listen, be obedient to that call. I mm -hmm. did not want the calling of an evangelist. I used to say, oh, I'm a motivational speaker. Now Ooh, I knew okay. I was called. So let me tell y'all. I knew I was called. I knew That's I was good. different. I knew God had his hand on me from a very young age, but I wanted to do things April way. And being a preacher was not typical. That was not my idea at 40 or anything like that. That was not what I seen, but I knew it was going to happen. 
So I was like, well, no, just I'm, I'm a motivational speaker. I'll come and I'll just do, you know, I, I have the ability to encourage people and motivate people. Yeah, the Lord called me out real quick. Like, you're going to quit bootlegging. Stop bootlegging. Quit uh, playing me to the left. You're uh -huh. called and you have to accept it. And when I accepted the call, then I began to really dig into that word really fast, really pray and do those things that I knew I should do. I am a first generation out of my family. There is no preachers. There's no women mm. preaching. There's no women evangelizing. So my family still to this day, and I accepted my call in 2017, still to this day, they're in awe of when I'm up ministering. They're in awe when I'm having these engagements and they see me on a platform. They're literally in awe because they're like, I cannot believe this is hard. This is the same person, you know, but they understand the God that is in me and the God that leads me and the God that guides me and that it's nothing of April's strength or power. So when you stay humble and allow God to be the one to lead and guide your steps, it don't matter if you have ever study the word he will get you will be able to rightfully divide it and understand it because he will mm -hmm. give it to you it's, it's in you and so those things is what came out i mean uh, sometimes when i look back at videos i'm like oh my god i did that i said that oh I, I prayed for my mm -hmm. own mama you know, like, oh i said that to my own mother i prophesied to her but guess what it's it's not even me it's not even the april that you see it it, it is the god that speaks through me and as long as you stay humble and understand that when God calls you, it is for his glory, not your own. It's not for the people. It's not for the connection. It is for the glory of God and for his glory to be revealed to others. That's what it's about. So whoever is running from the call, whoever is like me, don't really want to understand that it's not even about us. And so what you're I saying say, is, is it, it's not supposed to even feel comfortable. No, I am a person that when you get so comfortable, it's time to check yourself because mm -hmm. I feel as a leader, as a evangelist, as a, I'm never comfortable because when I get so comfortable, then I no longer have to depend on God. And mm -hmm. when you stop That's depending on so when you stop leaning and depending on God, then you have made yourself a little higher than thou ought. And you may need to humble yourself. So, no, ma'am, I am still humbled. I am still uncomfortable. Every time I get up, I give God the praise and glory because it has, it, it has to be him that speak, not me. So you've been speaking. You've been on the road speaking, I think, every Ooh. month thus far. I think we yes. discussed. Um, so what has what shifted for you like what shifted you know what shifted was after my father transitioned he transitioned may 24th 2023 two look what year was it uh in through he had pancreatic cancer and it was a 40-day process and throughout fasting and praying honestly it was in a low place where mm. i was grieving I'm a daddy's girl. That's how I wrote the book, Daddy's Girl and all those things. And I had never had a death that close to me. And so Ooh. for my father to transition, and we only have 40 days, we he got diagnosed and 40 days he was gone. Mm. Literally 40 days. I 
was in a low place, but I had to be strong for my family. So I had to put on this strength and I had to just seek God. And in the midst of all of that, I gave God a yes again. Now I gave him a yes in 2017, but it was in that low place that I said, God, I will speak your word. If you enlarge my territory where you lead me, I will go. I will follow your instruction. And I just begin to do all these things. And let me tell you, from that place, the books were birthed. The ministry was birthed. The Ayla Shell lipstick line was birthed. All of that came from me being in a low place. Me being on my face. Me crying out to God. Me saying, okay, God. You took my, this happened so quick, but that's when I began to lean and depend on God, who is all of our father. That was what make all of us daddies, girls, we created in his image and his life. Oh, that's right. So that's right. He said to me, I, where I send you, I need you to open your mouth and give the words that I say. I need you to be a willing vessel to speak in uncomfortable positions in uncomfortable times. I was uncomfortable. I was in a position where I had to write my own father's obituary. I ain't never did nothing wow. like that. And in the midst of that, I began to write. And in the midst of that, that's when Daddy Girl was birthed. And I'm telling you, from that day to this day, I have been running full speed. And I ain't tired yet. I don't plan on quitting no time soon. I am doing the will of the Lord. I think that is like... To be able to birth something, to be able to birth something as significant as I, I now have the platform of Daddy's Girl. I now have the platform of Ayla Shell Lipstick. I'm now speaking. I'm not just a motivational speaker. I'm an evangelist. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I, I have redefined or I have clarity in my purpose on a totally different level that was birthed out of my pain. That's that it. was birthed out of a, a, a process that I was uncomfortable. That was birthed out of a process and a time where my family needed me to be strong. But this is where I love what you're, what I feel like you're saying is, and my grandmother used to say this all the time. This is so good because my grandmother used to say this all the time where she focused on, you know, we have a worldly father and we understand that this is yes. the, the shell, right? And mm -hmm. if we are believers, we really have to tap into trusting God and knowing that we too one day will get to that place, right? That's but right. then also right. understand that we are God's children also. Mm -hmm. And because yeah. of that, it's just like, God, now I can really understand the magnitude of you saying things like, you would just really never leave me nor forsake me. You know, you are my comfort. You are my shelter. Yeah. You are my provider. And so even though, you know, the, the it tells us to be, the Bible tells us to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And you to draw near God in the, in the time of just pain, yes. right? I think so many women have tapped into being in an incubator or a birthing season mm -hmm. in their life mm -hmm. that that was created from pain and struggle yes. and um just ugliness yes and when you said that birthing position that's one thing that i knew i had to do i had to push i had to push past what i was seeing in the natural because seeing in the natural april would have broke down and been in, in depression somewhere but I knew I had to push past that because there is women 
that have to hear what God is saying. I had to push past that because I had family that was depending on me, my mother, my siblings. I had to push past all of those things and understand that greater is he. And so as I pushed past those things, that's when everything was birthed. And was it easy? No. Let me be the first to say it was not easy. But in the pushing process, I felt the peace of God. In the pushing process, I felt the help and the strength of God on my life. And that's what made me to continue to move forward. And let me tell y'all, it has been so wonderful now on this side with the Ayla Shell, with the Daddy Girl books and t-shirts and all that stuff. It's blowing my mind. I'm literally in awe some days when I look at my account and when I look at, I'm like, okay, God, this was clearly you. So we have to push past things. And that's one thing that we have to understand uh, when I said that we're created in his image and in his likeness. Like you said, he will be here no matter if our present father, if, if, if our father is present or non-present in your life. If some women never knew their father, some women never had a relationship with their father. I was blessed to have mine for 40 something years. But for those that have not, understand that we all have a heavenly father who who is able to be there for us and he will never leave us nor forsake us but we have to learn how to tap into that tap into that place to be able to hear and incline our ears to hear what thus says the lord for us in those seasons i'm gonna take a breather because this is a lot i didn't i mean i knew we were coming on here and i had like some other questions for us <laughs> but it's so much and it's so good um and i like to really talk to the women from where i feel led not yes. for what i want to do like not what marquita wants to do but um so you're going to be speaking at our brunch and i'm super excited about it yes. um i've never put on anything to this magnitude it's blowing my mind You've been on the road speaking. You've been seeing lives be transformed and changed. Yes. What would you say the greatest takeaway has been thus far for women who are actually saying yes, getting into the room, um, being present in those types of atmospheres, um, being present amongst those type of communities? And for the people who feel maybe on the fence of should I go? Oh no, you know, nobody's coming with me. What would you say to that person that feel like I'm on the fence about coming? What what does this experience look like for me? Get your ticket today. Let me say this. You have to be willing to go if you got to go by yourself. Being in the room is so important. Being at the table is so important. So many people don't understand. Being in the room and connecting with other women will help catapult you to the next level. I have had women reach out to me. I've had women call me uh, because I've given my number to certain ones. And they have told me how they are now moving forward into whatever it was that they had been holding on to because they wasn't for sure because they heard a word or they felt led or they was present because they were present in that room. They connected and it didn't necessarily have to be with me, but they may have connected with someone else that shared their story that helped them to understand that being in the right room at the right time, at the right place can really change the trajectory of your life. Connections matter. And I'm telling you, you do not want to miss the opportunity 
to connect with powerful women. And I'm not just talking about myself. Our, listen, Marquita right here, this young lady is powerful. She has some tools. She has some nuggets. She has some insight to different things that you may need for your business, for your ministry, for whatever it is that you're trying to do next. We have, when I looked at the list of people, I'm like, listen, I'll pay, for, I'll pay myself a ticket. I'll pay for my own ticket to be in the room because <laughs> I want to hear some of these other women that are going to pour out into this audience. I would mm -hmm. not miss the opportunity to be there. And I think so many times people don't want to really invest into themselves by themselves. Mm. Understand this. Your best investment is always on you. I will always bet on me. I'm gonna bet on April 1st, and then I'm gonna I may add something to you, but I'm gonna I'm going to bet on April. I'm gonna invest into April. If my best friend can go, come on, go with me, girl. If she can't go, guess what? I'm still going because I'm investing in April. I'm investing mm -hmm. into a, a space that I know I need to be in. I'm investing into being into a room with other women like me that are trying to go to another level, that want to be elevated in their mm -hmm. mind, in their thinking, in their finances. Listen, we're trying to elevate at every level of our life. So I want to be in that space. I want to be in yeah. that space. I want to be in that place. So anyone, any woman that is listening to me, that you've been doubting and you're like, well, it's a little bit more than I want to spend or, well, I don't want to go by myself or sometime your best investment is the one that mm. you don't want to do. Your best mm. investment is the one that you are afraid to take. That best investment, you do not know who is going to be in that room that you can connect with that will help push you to your next. I encourage you today, while it's still available, while there's a few spots left, get, get in the room. Get in the room. Get, get you a seat at the table. Don't miss the moment and the opportunity this year. So many people are like, oh, I can wait. No, no, no. Don't put mm -hmm. off today. What tomorrow? Do. do it today. I love this, April. I don't want to let you go. I, and I feel like um, so many other speakers are saying some of the similar things. Like, y'all excite me at this point. Like, I'm excited. Um, but I think that for the speakers to say that they are also excited um, oh, yeah. to just be in the room and not just pour out. They're like, I can go have my notebook pad and my paper yes. as well. But then... Uh, you also made the comment that you invest in yourself. And I think that honestly, that has made all of the difference in my life, being in the room, investing in myself, believing in myself, believing in um, a vision that only me and God saw. Yes, yes. You know, and that's enough, you know. And when you think about going when it feels uncomfortable, when it when you are alone and being okay to to move on uncharted territory and allowing God to use and create the connections because of your obedience in who He's called you to be and and being in an alignment, right? It's like I know I need to be here. Like some of our businesses uh, feel like truly on life support. You know, yes. when was the last time you really just sat there and prayed over your business or interceded? Mm -hmm. Like. I, I think this like and I, I don't really talk too much about this, but I want to just be very super transparent when I think about my boutique business before I just kind of took a pause for it, because there were some things that were happening behind the scenes with it that because I did not know certain um, I just didn't have the, the certain discipline. 
right? Yes. Mm -hmm. I also was just talking to God as if he wasn't capable of doing the things yeah. that I needed him to do. So I was allowing things to happen. I was allowing the enemy to take what God had blessed me with because I was too afraid to fight boldly or be uh, obedient or be my authentic self. I was hiding in areas where God needed me to show up and allowing the enemy to take things from me. And oh, yes. so it might be somebody that's coming to this brunch that might be feeling like I want it all back. You know, I wasn't praying over yes. my business. Like, like the, some of the prayers that I was praying over my, my boutique business back then was just, oh, God, just send me a sale. God is so <laughs> much bigger than that. Like, so he is so much bigger than that. And then I got the revelation. I said, I'm holding on to a building that I don't even own. I'm holding on to things that God is telling me I'm going to give you bigger. What are you holding on to? Like, I, I I just really feel like this is the season. There has been a lot of uh, things, turmoil. There has been a lot of setbacks. There has been a lot of mm -hmm. uh, self-doubt, limiting belief. There has been a lot of um, procrastination. This is the season for us to really, truly get back focused, not only in our faith, but in our business, get back strategic, uh, get back to the strategy of how we are um, giving back because our businesses are a gift. Like, yeah, we're, we're, yeah. we're, 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 profiting and all of these things but we are kingdom moms in the marketplace that's and that's it. not an easy thing to navigate you know mm -hmm. we're not just saying you are a business owner you're a ceo you're a ceo mom you got kingdom principles that you can stand on you know that's you you have God's word that can back you up, you know, in any mm -hmm. moment that you're feeling like, oh, I can't do this. You know, I don't understand what you're doing, God. I don't see the process, you know, and just speaking God's word back to him and understanding how to fight in a, in a time where the enemy wants us to give up, you know, especially yes. first generational entrepreneurs. You know, I don't know how I'm going to make it through. You know, we need to be mm -hmm. starting. We need to start back praying about our businesses, interceding on our own behalf and stop allowing um, situations inside internal and externally inside of our businesses happen to us. So I wanted to make Absolutely. mention of that. That was kind Absolutely. of long. <laughs> that was long. Not at all, but that's okay because that is so true. And so transparent because a lot of times people do stop. Once your business is up and going and then you're doing well, you have to continue to pray, mm -hmm. continue to cover your business because it can be here today and gone tomorrow, literally. Yeah. So we always have to stay covering and praying. My business now, it has been, my business loving arms, it has been up and running over 10 years. I still cover my business. I don't even go to the day-to-day -day operation anymore. I have an executive director in place that runs the day-to-day -day operation of my business. I don't go, but once every other week, but I cover my business. I cover the people we support. I cover the staff. I pray for them. I pray for their families. I make sure that I am the person that's keeping alignment for the business because I'm the visionary. So as mm -hmm. the visionary and the CEO, I always got to cover it, no matter if someone else do or don't. That is my mm. responsibility. And as CEOs and as mompreneurs or whatever, it's your responsibility. Just like our natural babies, we cover them, we nurture them, we do those things. Your business is the same thing. You got to cover that business. You got to nurture. You got to make sure when it falls off, you're the one to get it back right. That is That's our job right. and our responsibility. So I never stop. I love that. 
Um, any last words? I know that uh, I want to make sure that I am true, truly respectful of your time. This has been great. If y'all want to see more of Dr. April, I want to see you in the room. Chicago, May 7th, 2023 uh, for the Mommy Making Millions Pros and Prosperity Brunch. We do have a few tickets left. Um, and so I'm so excited to not only be in a season. Like I saw what God is getting ready to do in the room. Ooh. And I see the transformation that needs to take place to not only catapult us into the next season, but catapult us into the next season starting May 7th. Yes. May 7th. New beginnings. New beginnings. I am excited about the brunch. Listen, once again, if you have not purchased your tickets, do not go another day. Because you want to be in the room. You want to be in the place. I'm telling you, it is going to be powerful. Let me tell you, I already know that there is going to be a move like never before on mm -hmm. May 7th. It's a week before we in Mother's the Day. We're in the room. <laughs> Look, we're we in, in the room. room. It's a week before Mother's Day. Understand this. Come expecting great expecting. things to take place come with an expectancy yes. to be filled to be poured into i'm telling you i'm i'm coming even expecting some things to take place before mm. i get an opportunity to speak i'm coming with my i'm coming with my notepad my ipad i'm ready to receive ready. yes i'm coming as a recipient i want to receive some things too so the expectation is high i'm elevated i'm excited oh that's that kind of may put but you know what i got this I got this. <laughs> so it's, I was about to say, that kind of puts a little pressure on, but it feels good because um, we're, we are prepared and we are extremely excited. I always joke and say yeah. these things. Um, it's just kind of a part of my little silly little nature, but um, don't you think I'm going to play, play with us all on May 7th because this is not a season for us to dilute who we are anymore for anybody else, not to make them feel comfortable. Mm -hmm not because of anything and this is a season where i want to see not only uh my business be blessed and prosper but i want to see yours mm -hmm. do is yours be blessed and be prosper as well so we got to go right so um april can where can they find you yes go to my website www.aprilwebsterllc.com very easy then on social media you can find me under dr april webster also, A. Lachelle, A. Cosmetics. I'm on all the social media platforms. So if you go to one, you can find me on the others. Please go like, follow my pages. I am looking forward to connecting with you all. And also, this red lipstick. I was about to ask. It is A. Lachelle. You do not want to miss the opportunity of give some giveaways that I'm going to have while I am there with some of my hot red lipstick my purple mat listen my mahogany named after my I baby need that. i'm looking at the lips now i just told my husband i need a red lip the new red lipstick may the 7th may the 7th just just wait then <laughs> but yeah <laughs> is where you can find all of the lipsticks that i offer as well and i have a new book check it out it is i am and it's about working the principles for a better life listen you do not want to Missed the opportunity to get that book. We stand it on the principles that God has given us. I told y'all we had backup this season. We ain't going out like no punks letting the enemy just come up, run up on us in this season. We got a little bit. We He going to have to come a little harder than that. 
He's Ladies, it's harder. been a pleasure. You gotta work. He got to come a little harder. <laughs> So we will um, see you ladies at the brunch. It has been a blessing. Until next time, peace and blessings and talk to the you have any last words? Nope. God bless you all. Girl, if this episode blessed you, listen, I'm just going to ask that you would continue to leave me a review. Not only a review, but just to be honest about where you are really feeling, what you're really feeling about this episode. um, So that I can continue to bring you more episodes like this one here. In addition, if you are not joining us May 7th here in Chicago for the Mommy Making Millions 2023 brunch. Listen, we're getting ready to have a transformational experience in the room. Get in the room. Tickets are now on sale on our website, on the Mommy Making Millions website, on Marquita Deshay website. Hey, just click the show notes and you'll also see the link there down below where you can actually join us. Get a seat in the room, Mommy Millionaire. Your next is now and I want to see you there in the room. We are bold about who we're becoming and so I can't really explain what's going to happen, but just know that it's about to go down. So if you've enjoyed this episode and you're wanting more, I'll see you not only at the Mommy Making Millions 2023 brunch, but I'm also looking forward for you to just sharing your feedback and letting us know so that more people can know about the Mommy Making Millions podcast.